Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee. I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. And today we're going to wrap up our series of lifestyles of the successful. And today we're going to be talking about successful relationship. I've so enjoyed our time talking with you about thinking better, having a cleaner home, being more organized. Check out the earlier series to make sure that you get up to speed, but we are doing our finale today. We're going to be talking about successful relationships. This is not just about the people you work with. This is the people that you live with, your neighbors, your friends. We are talking about people who matter most to you. And if you are looking to up-level, meet new friends and some friendships and some relationships or whatever you want to go with your relationship goals, listen to this episode. We're going to be sharing some really practical tips that are going to help you up-level not just... Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are joining me today. If this is your very first time listening, make sure you smash that subscribe, follow button, whatever button that you say. That way, as soon as I drop another episode, you'll be able to listen to it lickety split. And those of you guys who have been listening and say, yeah, 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 I heard you subscribe, follow, whatever. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm team Denise Lee. <laughs> awesome. So glad that you're here. Make sure that you share this podcast with someone else if you've been getting a lot of value. That way we can grow this audience, we can get more interesting questions, we can just develop this community to the size that I know it is meant to be. So go ahead, do your part and help a sister out. Oh yeah, talking about helping a sister out. If you've been loving these podcasts and you're like, oh man, I want to write to Denise. Well, you can also send a voicemail message to me, my darling. Go ahead, check the podcast notes section. You'll see a link that says you can send me a voicemail message. Make sure you leave your name in your hometown and what you've been loving about this podcast. That way I can give you a little airtime and make sure that everyone else can enjoy what you've been listening to. And lastly, this course is going to be part of a bigger series called Lifestyle of the successful where you're going to get all the prior recordings and then I also have some other workbooks and some other resources and a community where you can reflect with other people who are taking the course and it's just going to be awesome so if you are interested in being a part of that make sure that you write to me at podcast at denisechilly.com and make sure that you have pen and paper and you're not distracted because what I want is that you're fully paying attention to this. I One of the things that I have been getting questions about all around in romance and platonic and business and all this, like how do I deal with people? So really dial in and pay attention if this is something that matters most to you because I might say some things you're like, what? So then you're going to make sure that you're not spending three to four times listening to this podcast unless you feel like you need to. Okay. Okay. Let's talk about successful relationships. Now, relationship is not a one-way streak, meaning that you pine and beg and plea for somebody to pay attention to you. That's called martyrdom. We're not talking about that. We're talking about two individuals 
that see value in themselves and are seeking a particular goal, it could be in their professional and personal life, or objective, improving well-being, whatever that may be for you, okay? And I want to drop this idea of trying to be perfect because those who matter won't mind and those who mind generally don't matter. We're not going to sit here and think that if we just transform ourselves into this perfect person, that we will attract some fantasy of what we think being valued looks like. Talk more in my private sessions about dismantling faulty belief system. And you can also check Amazing Attitude under the first course of undoing societal conditioning, but we're not going to dive into that. Amazing Attitude dives more into that. And obviously during a private session, we even go even deeper. But for the purpose of our conversation today, I'm going to make some big assumptions. I'm going to make the assumption that you either want to maintain or improve your relationship with your coworker, your colleague, your relative, whoever that may be. This is what we're having this conversation, or lover, but this is who we're having this conversation with. I'm not going to sit here and entertain you if you're desiring to reignite some unrecredited lover, meaning someone that dropped off the, the face of the earth and said that they don't want to be bothered with you and you're going to try to figure out some kind of way to get back in their good graces. We're not having that conversation. I truly believe that relationships, just like produce, have seasons. Some seasons are good and bountiful and some seasons, well, they're not in season, meaning that it's time to move on and find something else. This is that conversation that we're having. And, I, and I'm and i being very blind because I myself have been guilty of this magical fairy thinking that if I can just transform myself into being someone that they'll approve of, then somehow I can feel okay with myself. And that gets into this issue of self-loathing and self-betrayal and castigation and all of that to which is beyond the scope of our time with one another. Okay, I hope that I've hammered that one clear because I don't want to have people email me and say, what, how can I reignite this relationship or blah, 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 blah. Like, no, please don't. Just please don't. All right, so let's get into this. I've got about one, two, three, four main points that I want to dive into during our time with one another, okay? And this is all about what we're going to do to up the ante and the quality of our existing or desired relationships with those we can actually create long-lasting bonds for however that season may be, okay? The first thing is I want us to drop the suspense and the drama and the telemundo or as the world turns or whatever you're seeing on Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever this that is. This is where you've got either that passive energy. Oh, what was me? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know when they're going to contact me. Or the heightened energy. when You're banging on the door in the middle of the night with red roses and whatever. <laughs> I find that us as human beings, we, we gravitate to one of those two extremes. 
And you may think, nah, 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 that's not me. But let's think about this. How many times have you been pining and thinking about connecting to certain people, and then you happen to see them all over the place. You're driving the car, you're driving your car, and you recognize someone. Oh, I know, blah, 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 try said. Or you're in the grocery store waiting to check out. Oh, yeah, somebody I know always wears that color sweater. Or you're, you're going to the doctor's office, and you notice the receptionist has a particular mannerism, or, and oh, that reminds me of this particular coworker or this particular person. This is called this issue of Lyman, and it's a psychology term where there's a stimulus that's strong enough to produce a physiological or psychological response, and this is where it, it appears, something appears all over the place because we're training our brain to keep in our mind over and over and over again. Now, certain memories, certain experiences are good. For example, I like the experience of making sure that I have no obstructions on my dashboard when I drive because when I was 27 or something like that, I was playing around my, with uh, driving and my the keychain accidentally got out of the ignition and someone violently hit me in the background that was extremely traumatized. And now as a result, I always look around the dashboard of my car before I drive to make sure there's nothing obstructing, Okay. No, so uh, there are some good applications for it, but bad application is when we're pining and we are more or less replicating what we've observed, either from our family of origin, okay, an amazing attitude gets more into that, or what we're putting in our brains presently. Now, I was very curious about this is within America. I can't talk about all the countries. I know I have some people who are international who's listening so i'm only specifically talking to the all right my u.s based peeps okay and this statistic is come from statista whatever statista.com and as of february 14th of 2022 that quote estimates suggest that in 2022 u.s adults will spend an average of around three hours watching tv each day This figure has generally fallen in recent years, and the downward trend is forecasted to continue in the years to come. The only exception to this trend is the year 2020, when consumption increased due to a growth in media consumption during the coronavirus outbreak. Now, I submit to you that it's not so much that we're watching less drama, but we're reading it through our social media channels. And also participate in it through our social media channels. Or we're reading something from a news outlet or whatever. Because unfortunately we live in a day and age where media, not limited to the U.S., is more or less driving revenue through clickbait, suspense, drama, aggravation, irritating. Okay, is is this an article or a topic about friend or foe? I I remember just reading the other day this bizarre, quote unquote, feud between some unknown D-list young girl celebrity and somebody else that was in Hallmark Channel movies or whatever. It really doesn't really matter. 
But this is basically, we're living in an age where we're scraping the gutter for anything to get people stimulated and distracted. And if you're, or the, so you may be asking, what well, does this all matter to me? Great, like, yes. If you are observing and spending a lot of time and all this drama, you are bound to replicate it, my dear. You are in that area where you're feeling like, let's take what I've been learning <laughs> from my friends or TV or social media or whatever, and let's just amp up the ante with the people that we interact with. And if that's who you are, okay, there's no shame, no blame. We're just simply taking inventory, okay? But I want you right now to see your part in the situation. So many of us have been replicating things that we observed from the past or perhaps in the present and continue habits that, if we were to be honest, didn't service well then, don't service well now, and bing, won't service probably with a 99.9999999999% certainty will not service in the future, okay? So we're going to put on our big girl, big boy panties on, okay, or big boy underwear, briefs, boxers, big girl panties <laughs> for, the, for, my, for my girls women okay in the room and ask ourselves right right now am i making situations difficult i have a male friend and i always chuckle some of the things that he tells me and he never really referred to his past relationships as relationships he would call them situational ships where he was attracting women who needed constant rescuing, constant saving, a knight in shining armor. And quite frankly, he was done with that. It always seemed as if the women that he attracted were damsels in distress. And let's be honest, who is the common denominator in that whole equation? Like, duh, Tim. Now, we were talking and... It brought up a lot of issues with his father not being very present during their upbringing, okay, during his upbringing. His mother constantly relying on him to be the man in the family. And on an unconscious level, he continued that pattern. Well, let's think, turn and think about it from a professional end. Have you ever been having nightmare clients, customers that just seem to always just ring your bell at the moments where you're, you feel like you're out on your wits end and you feel like you're a magnet for people who just seem to be bringing you drama. Now, are you radiating the energy that, please, I welcome drama and suspense and chaos. Let's be real. Are you also have some issues that need to be examined? Do you have codependency issues where you don't know where you end and the other person begins emotionally? Are you exhibiting the traits that you feel like you needed to be needed because you feel unfulfilled in either your personal life or from unresolved issues from your childhood? Now, these are some real questions I want you to ask yourself.
And I know that it may be easy to try to bury it down. But guess what? Just as if you have the cold and stuff starts leaking, your nose runs, your eyes run, your coughing, your body reacts to st- to stress your body reacts to illness and if you have never dealt with those issues those mental health issues it will kind of leak out so for a lot of us we either bury them deep right and pretend like it doesn't exist and but guess what our remember how it was saying we our body will expose it out it might we might have heartburns and insomnia or digestion problems what I've seen some people is that they trade up all the resentment and anger and they trade it in for that moment where uh, three years of unresolved issues, it gives you one right to yell at your mom. Uh, four years on resentment, it gives you the right to check out and unexpectedly quit from a project. At uh, five years, it gives you the right to slash someone's tires like for a lot of us we think we can just store up all the resentment and frustration and when it feels like it's a perfect time we gotta lash out no 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 baby no no more okay it's time to unengage and defuse the emotional bomb and that means we're going to drop the anger, we're going to drop the stress, and we're going to deal with our issues. Now, I'm not saying that it's easy or simple, but we got to deal with them, okay? Now, if we've done that hard work and we drop the suspense and we understand why, right? Now it's time to understand the why behind our wants and needs. And I got some questions that are going to really help you understand that. Okay. First of all, we need to understand why we want something. Because some of us might have thought, well, I, I got to be passive. I want to be coy about it. I don't really want to make a big deal about it. I'll drop hints. Well, here's the, the problem, my darling. If you drop hints, oftentimes the wrong person usually will pick them up. I often have seen this so much with new entrepreneurs who are trying to appeal to everybody and they're afraid to niche down because they feel as if a lot of them might have any customers now. Let me not further alienate and let me just appeal to anyone. Well, guess what? If you start appealing to everyone, one or one or two things may happen. A, you'll appeal to no one because you're so generic in your response. And if you do appeal to someone, you're going to be appeal, appealing to people that you do not want to spend a single ounce of your energy. Forget it even in a professional sense. Even on a personal level with them. Because you weren't clear about your qualifications, your needs, and how you can help them. Okay? And this may be fueling insecurities. And that's built going back to your image of self-worth. So there's a lot of things intertwined with what I just said. I know it just blasted a lot, okay? But I just want to just really bring home the importance of that, okay? And this is another point that I want to talk about is, are you really wanting something? Or are you falling into old habits or observations that you got from other people? 
I have a friend of mine and we this is a this is a conversation that we had about gosh 12 12 yeah, 12, 13 years. And like, this is a, a minute, hot minute ago. And we're both single. This is before we both got married. And I remember I was just having this conversation with my friend. I'll just call her Sue. Okay. And I was telling Sue about this particular dating app or this particular. And I said, oh, you can find some good blah, blah, blah type of men here. And Sue turned to me and said, I'm only looking for this type of men who is from my own shared ethnicity. And I looked at her and I said, okay. And I, as I got to talk with Sue more about it on casual conversations, there was a very, very high pressure from her family to be the good girl and marry this particular ethnicity to keep the family connected with the shared culture and shared language. And I really wondered about that in in a sense of, did she really want to marry that particular person from that ethnicity? Or was it out of pressure? And I oftentimes, I hear people say, well, I became this profession or this that profession because I, I was told that I should be blah, 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 or I should live in this area or I should do this other thing. I'll never forget. My father always told me, now, Nisi, make sure that you live in a neighborhood with this particular type of people. They're very calm. And it was just, I never forgot that. Because I felt like, oh man, there's wisdom to what he's saying. If it didn't matter, he wouldn't say it to me. So I want you to really ask yourself right now. Are you holding on to beliefs about people and who you're supposed to be and who you're supposed to interact that aren't really in alignment with who you are and what you want? And that's okay. Because I think for a lot of us, we just go on autopilot and do the things that we've been quote-unquote trained to do as good boys or good girls. And unfortunately, that can cause some really problematic relationships. So many failed marriages, business partnerships. Heck, even where you live can be built on a house of cards. And I don't want that for you. So I want you to really understand what do you want? Why do you want it? Is it connected to things that are antiquated and outdated? Maybe it's time for me to reexamine what I want. That's whole the whole part of being successful. Successful people don't operate on autopilot. Successful people don't just make assumptions and never question statements from authority figures. They think. So I want you to think right now, my dear, and I want you to really ask yourself, what do I really want right now? And why does it matter? Okay. Now, I want you now to apply the lessons learned. Like We talked a lot in this last, what, how many minutes? What, 20 plus minutes we've been talking about dropping the suspense and knowing the why behind the wants and need. Now, we're going to take this information and we're going to apply it. Does this mean that we perhaps we need to shut down certain things and how we run our business. Perhaps we need to have 
a day off and not run ourselves ragged so that we can be able to be appreciative and grateful for the clients that we have. As an example, does this mean that your mama can't call you on Sunday nights when you're trying to smooth with your love? Okay. I don't know. You tell me. But I want you to not just say, oh, that's great, and nod your head and go back to business as usual. I want us to be able to take some information that we've just acquired right now and make some decisions. Make some decisions that speak to your higher self. Because oftentimes, and I've just seen this so many times where people say, yes, I need to make a change, but I'm fearful. And what's really going on is fears are forecasted events appearing real. Most likely, what you're really fearful is how people are going to react to you finally developing a backbone and setting boundaries because they've been so used to muscling their way into your life and not respecting your authority, not expecting your respecting your wishes. And there it's going to have to come a point where you become apathetic, meaning that I don't really care if you continue working with me in this professional setting or or I don't care if you date me or I don't care if this marriage continues, whatever that situation may be. But I'm moving on. And if you want to play ball with me, this is the ground rules. And perhaps Mel, as part of this lessons learned, maybe we need to think about your ground rules. Maybe you've been letting people run wild and free on the yard of your life. Maybe it's time to start erecting some fences, have some homeland security, emotional homeland security, whatever that looks like. I want you to examine that and be clear about it to yourself, first of all. And don't be apologetic because people, again, if you're looking for people pleasing, forget it. We're all valuable creatures, myself included. So I'm not going to sit here and try to pretend I'm perfect. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have to be perfect towards other people. And you might drop the ball. You might mess up. But as long as you have breath, it's time to get up and continue playing, okay? Now, lastly, and this is the most important part, is... I want you to be held accountable. Oftentimes, I've seen so many people who said they want to make changes with their lives. Oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want better relationships with my aunt or my my clients or whoever, whatever your goal is. And you keep it to yourself and nothing happens. I was listening to my this particular therapist that I really love engaging and listening to and she has a tv talk no not tv talk show she has a radio talk show and it's been seven years running and I was flip-flopping between some of her current most recent up-to-date shows and then her older shows and I was shocked to hear some voices that from the beginning, seven years, this was seven, this has been a seven year show, seven years asking the exact same type of questions now that they asked seven years ago. And like that wasn't a complete facepalm moment. Have you learned nothing? So even though she was listening to this particular therapist, and perhaps you could be listening to me now, and you're not being held accountable, you are doomed, 
my dear, to repeat these same mistakes. So give yourself an advantage. Give yourself an edge and have someone that's not you, <laughs> know you, your issue, specific relationship with yourself or others, okay? And it doesn't matter context. And let them know what's up. And say, hey, something along the lines of, you know, I have this really big problem with such and such person or such a such type of pro- person or whatever. And I am vulnerable and I'm sharing you this information. Would you be so kind to help me be accountable by and list two to three ways? Maybe check in with you once a week. Check in with you once a month. I don't know. You determine the size and scope as how much you want to be held accountable. But I wanted to let you know that it is a sign of strength to ask for help, not weakness, okay? Let's recap everything that we've talked about so far. First of all, I just want us to drop the, the suspense. I want us to drop the, the, the drama. I want us to really be clear about who we are and what matters. And we're, if we're exposing ourselves to harmful things, then perhaps it's time to cut back or even better, release that bondage from your mind because it's causing serious problems with how you relate to yourself, how you understand your world, okay? Perhaps it's too much TV time, perhaps it's much social time. I don't know. You have to be honest with yourself, okay? Now, we talked about knowing the why behind your wants and needs. A lot of times we fall into habits because of family pressure, social conditioning, all these other factors, and we're not really understanding the reason behind. We're just going on autopilot, and I want this to stop, okay? I want us to understand what we're doing and why. And now we're going to apply the lessons learned. We're going to take all that information that we've learned, and we're going to apply it, okay? Maybe we need to be changing some things, dynamics with people in our lives. And lastly, Hold yourself accountable. Have someone that's not you get into the stuff and help you to stay consistent because it's so hard with any goal that we want to to achieve it without other intervention, okay? Was there something that I said that was like, whoa, I, Denise, wow, you got me. I understand. Let me know. I want to hear from you, okay? And I make sure that you reach out to me using the, I think, info.denisegelee.com, connect. You can send me a message there. Okay, well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. I know it may hurt, but it hurt good, all right? (laughs) Be sure to share this podcast if you found benefit. And make sure that you write me a review. That way we can make sure that other people are also going to be benefited from this type of content. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Take care and be awesome.